Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. Sisters, I, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to live in a manner worthy of the call you have received, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another through love, striving to preserve the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace, one body and one Spirit, as you are also called to the one hope of your call, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all, and in all. The word of the Lord. Lord, this is the people that longs to see your face. The Lord's of the earth in its fullness, the world and those who dwell in it, for he founded it upon the seas and established it upon the rivers. Lord, this is the people that longs to see your face. Who can ascend the mountain of the Lord or who may stand in his holy place? He whose hands are sinless, whose heart is clean, who desires not what is vain. Lord, this is the people that longs to see your face. He shall receive a blessing from the Lord, a reward from God his Savior. Such is the race that seeks for him, that seeks the face of the God of Jacob. Lord, this is the people that longs to see your face. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to the crowds, when you see a cloud rising in the west, you say immediately that it is going to rain, and so it does. And when you notice that the wind is blowing from the south, you say that it is going to be hot, and so it is. You hypocrites, you know how to interpret the appearance of the earth and the sky. Why do you not know how to interpret the present time? Why do you not judge for yourselves what is right? If you are to go with your opponent before a magistrate, make an effort to settle the matter on the way. Otherwise, your opponent will turn you over to the judge, and the judge hand you over to the constable, and the constable throw you into prison. I say to you, you will not be released until you have paid the last penny. The Gospel of the Lord. When the days drew near for him to be received up, he set his face to go to Jerusalem. That's from the end of chapter 9 of Luke. And it is the beginning of a section known as the Journey to Jerusalem. We are now in chapter 12. And in the middle of that journey, Christ had to set his face like flint, hard gray rock, due to the opposition he knew he would face. People are out to prevent him from completing his mission. When he healed people, the scribes and Pharisees cried foul because he did so on the Sabbath. When Christ drove out demons, his opponents claimed that he did so in the name of demons. A ridiculous charge that made absolutely no sense. And tragically, it came from the best and brightest of Judaism. Shortly before today's passage, Christ unloaded on the scribes and Pharisees. He told them that they were like clean cups on the outside, but on the inside, 
They were full of wickedness and extortion. That not only offended the Jewish leaders, it incensed them. They then took to hounding Christ wherever he went in order to trip him up. What a shame. They knew how to predict the weather by observing natural things, but could not see these spiritual things right in front of their faces. How could they? Their eyes were closed and their hearts were like flint. The old Jewish law was made up of a bunch of rules that were impossible to keep. Some would argue it was kind of a racket where certain people in the know made money off the common Jewish folk who were constantly paying for sin offerings due to their breaking of that law. Whether the fix was in or not, the closer Christ got to Jerusalem, the clearer he became. He was going to abolish the old Jewish law with all its rules and sacrificing of bulls and goats. His new law would just have two rules, love God and love neighbor. And he himself, not animals, would be the one true sacrifice for sin. So we who know how to interpret the appearance of the earth and sky had better open our eyes and hearts to the present time. Let us understand we are all on a journey to Jerusalem. There's no getting around it. Calvary awaits us all. Our time to be received up is drawing near. But what happens after Calvary? What happens when our journey is over? Justice happens. We will be repaid according to our deeds. So let us start judging what is right. Let us settle our accounts on the way while we have time. Our opponents are out to trip us up, but we cannot let them stop us. We have to set our faces like flint. And like the psalm says, ascend the mountain of the Lord with sinless hands and a pure heart. Christ gives us this opportunity at each and every holy mass, which is Calvary perpetuated, the one true sacrifice for sin. Nothing then is more holy and efficacious than the holy sacrifice of mass. That is why it demands the utmost reverence and solemnity. Our time to be received up is drawing near. Let us then ascend the mountain of the Lord and offer ourselves with the divine victim. This will give us the grace to complete our mission. <laughs> 